Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to another episode of Geekly Revealed. That show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. That's geeky. That's weekly. That's geekly. Happy Pride, and make sure you love marginalized people. We're great. As always, it's me, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I am joined by my... I don't know... Luscious co-hosts. Would you like to tell the people who it is that you are? That was the uh, most unenergetic way I've ever been introduced as Luscious. But, Many times uh, that you have been tr- introduced as luscious. I mean, who can say? We've done like 160 episodes of this show and like 50 of the other ones. So yeah, I'm pretty sure I referred to you both as luscious before, but I didn't want to be a creep. But I ran out of things to say. So <laughs> happy, energetic. <laughs> happy, Sunday. energetic. Happy, energetic. Hey, who who are you? Hey, me, me. I'm Stephanie, aka Captain Stuff on Twitter, the Snowquare on Tumblr, Hell Stuff on Instagram, and you should love marginalized people all the time, and not just in Pride Month. What's up? I'm Eric. I agree with those statements. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, tired. I'm Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. Sorry, very tired. <laughs> yeah. Tired is the family name. How yeah, man? <laughs> how y'all doing this? Uh, how how was your week? How was your weekends? I am all Miku'd out. <laughs> He's Miku'd out. I am margarita out, I guess. I don't know. I Did I you take did you waste out. away in Margaritaville? I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Good. For Oh, actually I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt on Friday and I was wearing my Hawaiian print dress on Saturday because I couldn't handle the idea of pants given how hot it was outside. Um Don't blame you. But uh but yeah, the uh i was wasted um i was away from home and i was wearing hawaiian shirts so and you went to jimmy buffett's margaritaville (laughs) i'm sure there's one in new york city but i actually have no idea where it is or else i probably would have already gone there for the meme it's probably Times square (laughs) probably but I'm, i'm fairly familiar with the messes that are in Times square because like that's where the theater district is so i've been there many a time have you been to the Times square olive garden yet I have. I actually wow. ate there before I saw Once of the Silent a couple years ago. Were you wow. were you family when you were there? Always. Of course I was family. Of course I was there. I get a lot of Olive Garden gift cards. For, um, for saving the government. For, saving the, yeah, the for saving the government with <laughs> yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. The government. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and the closest one to Brooklyn is in fact the one in Times Square. Wow. So... Yes, and also, like, like in before I live in New York City, eat real Italian food. Like, go fuck yourselves. Sometimes I just want to eat unlimited, unlimited breadsticks. Bread yeah. Hey, I get it. You know, like, this weekend was a Colossal Con here in the Ohio zone. Uh-huh. And, Ohio uh, zone. In the yeah. zone. Ohio the zone. zone. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I missed our uh, our former yearly Olive Garden trips. The only time yeah, I would ever God. eat at Olive Garden. It was a good. And, it was a good Olive Garden. That weird little Olive Garden in uh, yeah. in Sandusky, <laughs> and it was just above the price range of like teens who go yes. to Colossal Con, like the influencer teens. Yeah, which yeah. they're not the perfect. ones that bothered me though. It was the influencer like young adults, like twenty one year olds who are old enough to get trashed in the yeah yeah. That's why we would go to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> like we went there the one year. Like, hey, there's live music. Would you like to sit outside here or inside? I was like, uh, inside, please. <laughs> the, yeah. the server just laughed. Like, <laughs> I agree with you. To do with it. You didn't have to be a dick about it, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go to Colossal Con, but I did see, um, 
some friends talk about their experience there and uh one friend was like oh no it's uh this was the best colossal con in a long time it was a lot less crowded it was actually tolerable i'm like yeah actually i feel like a pandemic was what colossal con needed to actually be pretty quick cool right like, the, the, <laughs> yeah if you asked us say, two like, years ago we would have just been said like it was fucking cursed like yeah but like what were you gonna say eric i was just gonna say like yeah i guess like so long as it wasn't as crowded you know maybe it wouldn't be the the most horrible thing to be at anymore yeah with literal literal like condensation clouds of sweat and stank <laughs> yeah and... like i can't imagine it was like i don't think i'll ever be able to go back like just like after like brushing up against a pandemic and then being like oh i don't want to breathe in people's sweat brushing up against the sweaty people at the rave I mean, that too no, i mean that's <laughs> look you're not going to be able to prevent that like being in the con i mean you could try but i just want to go back to a like a game room and play like some of the rhythm games and stuff like i do miss yeah. that like legitimately you know i know a lot of the time we go to cons is like getting drunk and maybe go in the dealer's room but like i like we i don't really have arcades so that's the closest experience i get to play on those machines yeah that's fair i you know i can't even say that i've missed like the dealer's rooms of like those kinds of conventions because like now that i've just started you know sourcing my own stuff online mm-hmm. i'm like man fuck that markup <laughs> yeah oh, i i like the artist part though i do like the artist yeah, yeah, yeah. though because like it's nice when they give you the alternatives say hey here's all these galleries it's like but it's not the same as walking by and like seeing art out of the corner of your eye but as you walk like it's holographic or something and you're like right. yo i really want that print and at home you're like eh, do i want it maybe i don't want to pay for shipping but there they're like look i'll just sell it to you right here no shipping required you're like Oof, i think i do want five pictures of like lucio for 45 dollars <laughs> i'll definitely hang these up yeah, like, I get that, you know, I, the, I mainly use Twitter for my art-finding purposes at this point, so, like, yeah. you know, no huge loss for me. I, I mean, big loss for the, uh, for the, the artists indi- and yeah, stuff, the, uh, you know, the people yeah. who made a living off of that. Industry. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I do, I'm glad that people who, yeah, who do it for a living are able to get back and start getting their livelihoods back together. Um, yeah. But, listeners, if you have the ability to commission somebody for art, um, even if it's a small project, it's definitely worth doing that. I've commissioned art from people, and it's always been a good experience. And make sure you tip people, especially if they undersell themselves. Um, yeah. Art is worth yeah. it. So, yeah, you you all want to talk about some pop culture stuff? Oh, do I Always. Ever. Okay, so... Um, do we have any food crimes before we jump in? Uh, I ate at Taco Bell again. <laughs> Man, y'all are making the choices. Food, food crime of the week, I drank a, bl- a brass monkey. <laughs> that's truly a choice yeah you want to tell listeners what that is because i'm sure some people either aren't old enough for that or just are like different cultures than us yeah as in like not from our specific part of the united states even let alone the whole world (laughs) right 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 it's a uh it's when you take a 40 of malt a a malt liquor beverage drink it down to the label and then refill it with orange juice and then also drink that you don't just like stop after the first step (laughs) um (laughs) And I think the Beastie Boys, that's what Brass Monkey was about, the song. The yeah. Funky Monkey. Really? Yeah. Uh, um, well, that's, that's it's fun. a very cheap drink. It's very sweet because, like, malt liquor is already very sweet. So it's, like, a lot of sugar and just a lot of liquid. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much liquid. Yeah. yeah. I had, uh, my friend had, we had some beers, and just, which was fine. But then he pulls out this, uh, this spicy cider. It's like a mango jalapeno cider. And we're like, is this good? And we're like, I don't think it's good. All the flavors are correct, and they don't clash, but it's, like, not a fun feeling. 
it's one of those things where I'd love to have like a six pack just sitting in my fridge. So, like every time like a new person came over, we could drink some. But I wouldn't be like, mm, let me pop open this jalapeno beer while I'm right. podcasting. It's not a thing. Like it, it's a novelty item. Yeah, there, there's plenty of foods like that. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. the uh, our, my my only my I, my drinking mistake of the weekend was that we went to we went back to our favorite. Uh, this is my second week in a row going back to Cubbyhole, um, for more cash only liquor. I guess. I feel but, like uh, Cubbyhole <laughs> should be a gay bear bar. That's the other alternative, I suppose. If uh, yeah. if they wouldn't have got beaten to it, no, that By would be that, that would be the den. You're right. Sorry, oh, I didn't... you're right. Continue. Sorry, take it back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and drag night is when they have like the den mothers come. You know, there's a whole set of puns. Uh, I'm prepared. I, I've watched Bob's Burgers before. I'm good to go. He was ready. The uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of our friends has been saving a fifty dollar bill since last summer to use it cubby and so when we went got inside she like slammed it down on the counter bought like 35 dollars worth of drinks and just said keep the rest and so the bartender who was was like already excited to see like people like i finally come being able to come back was like next time you guys come up shots all around <laughs> that was <Ooh>. my mistake <laughs> hey if you take Turns care of your... i can still shoot tequila <laughs> can but should you but shouldn't. You always should. I mean, responsibly. I wasn't, I wasn't sick. I Actually, I got home. I blacked out. I got home. I remember sitting on the ground. Like, literally, like, apparently I fell asleep in my entryway on the floor for, like, an hour <laughs> while my roommate did the dishes. Which is such a funny, <laughs> and like, concept. And she didn't even carry you to her, to your bed. Jeez. She, I was like, no, I'm good here. And, <laughs> um, and she was like, do you need, like, a pot or anything to throw up in? And I was like, I'm not going to throw up. <laughs> and I didn't. I just fell asleep on the wood floor and woke up with bruises before I moved into my bed. And that's why you should not black out drunk after uh, age 30. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, um, yeah, that's true. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't ever really because, like, it's bad for you in general. But, you yeah, know, but... you, you know what a great feeling is like not throwing up. Like, you feel so much better. Like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't throw up. This is great. Um, that said, I'll take alcohol throwing up over, like, food throwing up when something just doesn't taste good oh that's the worst oh yeah because right. it's like yeah. you can't fix it you're like my body's just can't like get the taste out of it it's gone like alcohol just like i don't know what this is mistakes were made bad food you're like oh no this is this isn't going to stop being a problem <laughs> 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 yay delicious discussions anyway yeah. so drinks uh all around. drinks all around cheers now pop culture uh icarly is being rebooted it sure is that's uh, that's it sure is. that's nifty, and so it's weird to say rebooted. I I, I feel like that's just the word everyone's using, but it's really just a sequel slash continuation. Yeah, because it's not like we're starting iCarly again. It's just Carly is now an adult. Yeah, and, so it's pretty much all the same cast. Like Spencer's there, Freddie's there, Gibby's there. Um, apparently, they're going to explain up... why Sam isn't back. Like, there's going to be a canonical reason. But... Okay, I was gonna say I did look up and like Jeanette McCurdy is deeply like was stage moms like out of her like own life as a teenager and is deeply like not I guess ashamed is like a strong word like because like it definitely brought joy to people but like she has completely sworn off acting and is not interested in yeah kind of think like, revisiting the things she did as a teen you kind of think of if like uh, Britney Spears had been like able to like keep more control of everything. 
It was kind of like, you F this, I'm done, like, screw y'all, I'm not, I'm not, uh, which is understandable. Um, she's done some other projects too, and she's funny, for, like, in, like, it, like, not in person for me, I've never met her, uh-huh. but, like, <laughs> talking on podcasts and stuff, like, unscripted, you know, discussions, she's, like, a, a funny person, which is kind of cool. So, I wish her all the best. That said, the show looks pretty cool. I, yeah. I know one of the people who's, like, in it, like, we oh, went really? to college together, like, we're not, like homies or anything oh. i wouldn't claim to be like her friend because that's like presumptuous but like mm-hmm. i think we drank together once yeah <laughs> we're okay. friends on facebook bar? no it's like some like we were just at someone's house um you know because people live places so that kind of thing but i was like oh cool people and do live places i think it was uh francesca ramsey is one of the like writers or something mm-hmm. yeah so it's you know it looks pretty good it doesn't it doesn't look cringe which is weird I would have assumed it was going to be just because Nickelodeon writing, but right. no, it just looks like, hey, what if, uh, what if iCarly could say sexy and damn? That's pretty much what we're doing. And yeah. Let well, that's sort of thing. <laughs> let let iCarly Let Freddy say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not going to, but like, I want him to. Like, I feel like the... It's so interesting to be talking back-to-back weeks about the, like, Powerpuff Girls reboot versus this, because, like, the both of them are, like, ostensibly, like, sequels with people as adults. Yeah. Um, and, but, like, this, like, it just feels like, yeah, like, they grew up, like, they're still doing, like, a goofy variety show, but, like, it has, like, a little bit of an adult edge to it, but, like, they're not... I don't know, they're not being edgy for the sake of it or be doing, like, grown-up things because, like, the plot forces it, like... Yeah. Right. Which is kind of like, we see Spencer, like, drinking a beer, which is kind of funny because it's like, yeah, I guess he never drank beer in the original one because it's a kid show, but it feels like he was always drinking beers because <laughs> that's how his character was. Um, but no, it, it just seems like what they were doing with iCarly was making a sitcom for kids. So they said, okay, we'll, we'll just make a sitcom. It's just like a regular one and seems fine. I, I'm I'm excited to give it a shot and see what it's like, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the uh, the whole subscription situation because I think it's a Paramount Plus original. Yeah, that might just be a let me get that free trial for a couple weeks and watch a few episodes because like I'm not I don't need Paramount Plus at this point. Might I, be an R matey kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, like Rugrats matey. Um, also, this looks better than Rugrats did. Like, who would have thought, sure like, weird-ass, like, iCarly, like, Schneiderverse show. Like, I don't know if he's involved or not. I hope not, but... I don't think it's harder to look better than the new Rugrats. <laughs> no, I'm not saying... That's an extremely low bar to clear, but it's weird that, like, that's what hit, didn't clear the bar was, like, an old flagship show versus, like, sure. iCarly, some show that, like, I guess was a phenomenon, but it's just kind of weird to think about it that way. And the pair phones are back, which is cute. Um, yes. Someone's like, are there going to be pair pods then? Like, are we just are we going to do everything like that? And I don't know. It looked fun. I I am happy to see it. And yeah, all the adult characters looked the same. Cause I mean, like Spencer was already like a grown ass man, but he looks like he only <laughs> aged like a couple years, which is kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, right. Um, well, I guess that's the. I mean, he, well, has he been doing anything troubling? He stayed in his lane. He was unproblematic for ten years. I know. I, I'm saying he doesn't look like he aged ten years. He looks like he aged less than time passed. Which maybe he knows a trick that I, one secret trick that doctors don't want you to know. <laughs> don't be racist, <laughs> and you'll stay young. 
Um, same with Freddy's mom. She looks exactly the same. Like, it looks like yep. she, she froze at the end of that show and came back out to do that. So, Although, Freddy's mom, I mean, the actress, lo- like, no shade to her. I don't know anything about her. But Freddy's mom would definitely say slurs. Yeah, but do you think she would? Yeah, I, I, I believe that. But do you think she'd be the person who knows their slurs? Like, are we talking about, no, like, like she, calling someone, like, say, like... I feel like she would use outdated terms, yeah, let's yeah. say that. Oh, yeah, like, Freddie, you, you know, you, you shouldn't be mean to colored people, like, that kind of stuff, or... Yeah. Okay. No, I believe that. She has real strong caring energy, but also caring yes, energy. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the worst thing I've said, so... Yeah, that was a bad pun. It was, it was, it was quite bad. Uh, are there any reboots you want to see, Eric? Mm. just overwhelmed by the bad puns or sequels or anything uh to any show like any like nickelodeon property from, anything like, like this question is just really broad to like be fun yeah, yeah i guess I from when we were kids yeah yeah i the, the the one that they already did was rocco's modern life and like i didn't really love the new stuff um it was just the one episode know, right yeah i thought it was a couple but i don't, I don't really remember like i think that was a while ago um that's the thing is like i'm so afraid to say anything because i feel like it will be ruined by what is like the now considered like quote-unquote modern adult animation style you know where everything has to look ugly for some reason um i was thinking about that the other day while you're thinking of that bojack horseman and stuff like yeah bojack's a little ugly like it's it's like a flash style it's not horrible but it's not great i was look i was watching the other day and it looks like so there was that time where everything had to look like family guy which was already, right. like, kind of a joke on The Simpsons. And now we're at the stage where everything has to look like Rick and Morty. Which, which is... I hate the way it looks. It's so. kind of like... It has it takes a lot of the cues from, like, regular show and Adventure Time, actually. Because, like, they have, like, the round yeah. teeth when they're, like... When their mouths are open. They have, like, real thin, bendy limbs. I'm like, oh, this is mm-hmm. just Cartoon Network's savior shows condensed into, like, a easy-to-produce kind of, like, weird-looking format. And... Not going to say Rick and Morty has a good art, it has an interesting art direction, but the style's kind of weak. But it works for what they're doing. I don't know why so many shows sure. are like, let's do that too. Like, I don't think Star Trek needed to look like Rick and Morty. That's weird no. to me. And then there's like another show about another alien that is like the exact same animation style. Um, what, like the Solar Opposites thing? Yeah. That well, that's, one. I mean, that's from Dan Harmon. So, I mean. Right, but. It's like because it's the same. Excuse. He's not the man <laughs> drawing it. Like, he could. He, like. It's not he. It, it's not like he comes in there and says like, "Here's the story." Also, here's exactly what I want it to look like. <laughs> I mean, it's like how American Dad and Cleveland show looked like Family Guy because it was all in the same McFarland verse. <laughs> and it all, it all, like I also think those all looked bad in a different way. Like it's you know, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where like I feel like and this is rude to say. I don't think the artists were lazy, but the style felt lazy. If that makes sense. Because there's clearly lots of work put into it, especially in the fights. I think a lot of it is, you know, the, um, they need, especially with, like, Family Guy and stuff, they need a style that's easily replicable because they were churning out episodes of those things. Yeah. You know, But, like, but I think about South Park, how they have, like, their whole one-week turnaround thing, and their style is really simplistic, but it doesn't... But it's charming in a way, you know what I mean? Like, it has, it's, like, stylistic, oh, okay, this is a little car, okay, cool. Versus some of the other stuff, like, ah, this just looks, like, less appealing. Yeah, I 
I don't know. There's, I, I feel like there's a lot to that could be said about like just the state of like what is considered adult animation, and it's it's always been that way. Like, look at older shows like Doctor Cats, where like all of the lines were like weirdly blurry. Like they weren't like blurry; they were like wobbly. Yeah, like squiggle like, vision, like home movies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and, and, oh, yeah. and like <laughs> that is it's like why did why did you do that? Like you. I feel like there's like a stigma sort of around like adults watching cartoons. So Possibly. like they're like, well, we have to make it look different so that it's like you know, artsy or like a different identifiable style from children's like cartoons. We have to look like we're not trying because if we're trying, that's 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 cringe, bro. Exactly. L- like, but to some to like, like weird artistic like, degree. Yeah, like to put like Ju in artistic, like. Well, I mean, also like yeah, like the I guess the turnaround of like painting backgrounds and stuff that is very that are very like ornate is like a time and money investment yeah but like yeah there's no i don't it's i don't see a lot of western animation for adults that has any level of care well not care but like you know what i mean like right it doesn't like it doesn't feel like they pay attention to the aesthetic of it in 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 a way that i mean like like like, look we're i'm talking around the subject anime yeah (laughs) hence western animation for adults anime that shit's good there is bad anime i'm willing to like completely admit that there's a lot of it too um well i think from what i've watched in anime uh my partner and i've been re-watching or in high school host club well actually just watching it for the first time very hilarious a lot of problematic stuff and like marinara man's there shitty dude good voice actor i'll give him that but like screw him but, like, so often, like, there'll be, like, really good animation or drawings for, like, five seconds. And then there'll be a scene where, like, characters are talking. It's just, like, looking at the ceiling of all these flowers. Like, you're just rotating a still. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, the cost of this was, like, $10 for one frame. For example, you paid for one frame and then rotated it for, like, a minute. And, like, bro, I'm not looking at anything. Or the characters will be, like, looking back and forth. Like, you did this on the cheap, but you made it dynamic. Whereas, like, Family Guy, it's, like, all rigged, like, in Flash or something. So they're moving mm-hmm. a lot, but it's, like, I don't know. But, I mean, also Adult Swim shows are made super, super cheap. So some of the yeah. art styles, like, yeah, we had $5. Aqua Teen Hunger Force, go. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I, I get that. It That's also, I mean, that comes down to the stigma of, like, it's done on the cheap because they don't want to put money into it because it's seen as this thing that shouldn't, doesn't, shouldn't deserve the money to be put into it. I mean, have you seen um, Squid Billies? Yeah, I, w- yeah. I would agree. I don't know. Right. That's, that's that's rude of me, but I really have a hard time with that show. No, no, that's I, I totally couldn't. Fair. I couldn't leave it on for like more than like five seconds. Like if yeah. I turned on Adult Swim at night and that was what was on, I'd be like, "Well, guess I'm going to bed." Right. <laughs> Give me some Super Gel or like Metalocalypse or something. Yeah. Uh, it, and you know, like I, I'm not trying to sit here and be like, you know, but. <laughs> Japanese culture superior. No, like I'm not. I'm not a weeb in that way. But <laughs> like the uh, appendage on the end in that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, like I just wish that it was seen as acceptable for like American cartoons to like, or it, we at least could get the budget and like it. It could be popular for like American adult cartoons. Like then I might mm-hmm. actually be more inclined to give them a chance rather than be like, 
that just looks like Rick and Morty, and I really don't like the way that show looks. So I mean, sorry. isn't that the great? Isn't that the great irony? Is that anime is basically all modeled after like Astro Boy, which was modeled after Disney cartoons, which were yeah. originally like not specifically for kids. Like they were like drinking and smoking and shit, and it was real dark. Yeah, it, which is actually hilarious to think about. Like, oh yeah, Mickey Mouse art style, like the rubber hose where they're balancing. It's like, oh wow, can't wait to smoke cigars and be racist, huh? Yeah. Like, and that's how it turned into <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse. Used to fuck. <laughs> what do you mean used to? You're right. <laughs> Donald Duck fucks. Donald but, fucks. <laughs> but you know, like <laughs> that, that, that Goofy and Max comic <laughs> from I think what was it like Dorkly or whatever they released it. Like the one where he's like. Horse Max, how do you think you got here? Your yes. daddy has urges. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> Pro ZD, like, went just... and voiced it over. <laughs> I thought I, all, all I was thinking of was that, uh, the, uh, fucking, the, like, it starts, Uptown Funk, yeah. it starts out, that, yep. oh, it's, mm. you always were a coward, Mickey. <laughs> you always were a coward, Mickey. Hot damn. Uh, take the shot. Take the shot. <laughs> Goofy. <laughs> I don't want to rip on that. <laughs> it's just so funny to me <laughs> every time. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's the incarnation uh, rocket power. <laughs> rocket power had that classic Cupo look, like as told by Ginger. Rocket power, Rugrats, yeah. all kind of ugly but charming. I would also yes. take an as told by Ginger. I actually liked that show, even though it was completely not supposed to be for me. But well, was- I. Look, if they would just move the lips from the bottom of the chin to, like, on the yes, face, yes, I'm all for yes. it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird choice, and I was like, this is so gross, but I'm gonna watch every single episode. Because this shit was fire, and Macy Gray crushed the theme song. But yeah, that's the Art Collie reboot. Um, yeah. Steph, did you have any reboots you want to see, or you want to go to the next thing? No, but I'm think- thinking about it. I feel like, uh, whatchamacallit, like, Rocket Power is a very good pull, because I feel like, I don't know, like, I'm. I would be interested to know what their lives look like. Is uh, yeah. is Raymundo washed out? Like, does he have skin cancer? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> yeah, none of them wore sunscreen except for Sam. Yeah, because yeah, Sam was with the kids. Sam was extremely yeah. white. Remember yeah. when he caught the hockey puck? Like, not even thinking about it, slamming Sammy Dullard. That's my man right there. <laughs> also, so white that in, that hockey playing is in his blood. <laughs> Let's you know. I kind of think I want to blame Rocket Power for a lot of like internet misogyny, because a lot of our generation grew up loving Rocket Power, and like that show made Reggie a hater. Like she was like just always like, "You can't do that, Otto." He's like, "Why not, sis? I totally could do a double McTwist flip." And she's like, "No, you'll never be that good." And Sam's like, "Uh, actually, he can't do it because it's physically impossible." And Reggie's like, "No, I want him to feel bad." And it's like, oh, man, why do women always want to ruin the fun? It's like, no, it's just Reggie. She's just a hater. Like, it's just her. It's not women. It's just one person. And also, Otto sucks, too. But Yeah. They all sucked in their own unique way, but, you know. Sam didn't suck, usually. He was nice. And so Twister was a... He's a he was a good kid. He just was... Yeah. He just lacked critical he information. Just, <laughs> yes. Yeah, he just had undiagnosed ADD. Like, yeah. <laughs> Lars and Maurice. Uh... <laughs> I forgot all the the names were really yeah, good. Yeah, man, you really yeah you you pulled all yeah. of those. I fucked with Rocket Power. Tito and Ramundo and like Otto and Reggie. Reggie, Otto and Reggie were like half black at least, right? Like absolutely, at least coded that way for sure. Yeah, yeah. like like Otto had dreads. Yeah, like, yeah, or twists or something like. And like Ray was white, white. Like he never was yeah. as tan as them. Yeah. So it's like, so your mom's black, right? Like, like Twister and his brother were like 
obviously Latino. Like they they you know they gave him the coding and stuff like yeah. that. Anyway, that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. Twitter's trying to charge money for a subscription. That's not cool. That's, that's not, like, that's not remember, tubular. <laughs> not particularly tubular at all. Do you guys remember in college when, like, like ten years ago now, when like there were, every like other day there was some rumor that Facebook Gold or something was going to come around, and everyone mm-hmm. was like, "But if I post this as my status, Facebook will automatically opt me out of this service. I will not stay on a Facebook. I have to pay for." What a, also what a weird like. chain letter that had no goal. Yeah, it didn't scrape any data. There was no phishing attempt. It was just like, guys, what if we scare people? It would be so so think, epic, bro. I think the entire point of that chain mail would just be like, let's see how stupid everybody is, like, and in let's in a public the way. Inability to Google. Yeah, <laughs> that's believable. Um, I would believe. If I wanted that, like, to embarrass myself. I would just look at whatever cringe shit I posted five years ago. Like, <laughs> that's was, why you should delete your Facebook. Look, I was posting some fire five years ago and some cringe, but there was some fire. Well. Think about what five years ago, though, was. was 2016. Yeah, exactly. I posted, like, the most cringy-ass fucking Hamilton, like, themed, like, November 7th Facebook post. Like, I want to talk about it. Like, <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> I think we should that. explore this space a little more. Why don't you tell us about that post, Steph? <laughs> so, you know how, like, it's a well-known historical fact that, uh... Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence were homosexuals together. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's a pro- that's just a fact. It's a it's fact. known historical provable fact. Um, I made like a really obnoxious reference about how the work continues, basically based on the like not in on the CD but in the musical scene about where Hamilton finds out that Lawrence has died. Yeah. In and reference about, to, like, like, the election or something, or... Yeah, just, like, man, like, sometimes, like, shit is really bad, but you have to keep going. But, like, the way I wrote it was just, like, it was, like, so cringy and corny and earnest and... <laughs> Those are I'm... three separate-ass things. <laughs> no, I think she said corny, not horny. <laughs> oh, not horny. No, not at all horny. I was... Oh, I thought she said porny. I'm like, I don't know how, like, adjective-laden it was. I'm sure it wasn't no. awkward, but okay. Hey, like, if you want to... <laughs> No, that I, I saved that that for uh, for Tumblr. I was wondering how that would have fit in, but no, I mean that's hey, you know, shout out to the younger listeners. You're gonna just always be terrible compared to five years ago. It's like I'm gonna stop being being cringe when I'm 25. Psych. <laughs> it never stops. Yeah. yeah, like five years ago, I was like like a obnoxious liberal, and five years before that, I had only just recovered from being a Republican and. <laughs> Let's see what happens in five years. Yeah. That's when we come Five years, I will be personally storming buildings. (laughs) That's when I will become a turbo gay. Uh. (laughs) I just, uh, in regards to, like, the Tumblr subscription thing, honestly... Tumblr would never do that. Like, they know they can't. Oh, no, 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 sorry, you're right. (laughs) Twitter. (laughs) Tumblr knows (laughs) They're just bleeding money at this point. They don't give a shit. Um, If you give us money, we'll bring the porn back. You had your chance. (laughs) Tumblr lost Yahoo a billion dollars. Yeah. No, I I meant Twitter. Um, I know. If, you know, if Twitter subscriptions became a thing, maybe it'd be good because maybe it would mean the death knell for Twitter and social media would finally start to, like, sunset. Like I would absolutely nature love would be that. healing. No, nature would pop. begin to heal. If if Twitter had like a mandatory subscription to use it, yes. I think right now it's just like Twitter blue, which is yeah. just like some whatever gold. And you get like an undo feature which is like, hey, it's not quite an edit button, but it's just an expedited delete button, which you already could do. 
I'm sorry. Like, why it, would you it, pay for that? You could just fucking delete. Well, so it has well, a couple it, other features too. It's not and just on top that, of that, like the first one. I've always thought it was absolutely like nonsense. They don't have an edit. Like, I get why they don't because like other people could, could comment on it and like look like you com- change the context of the tweet and make them look bad. Yeah, I get it. But still, like having a, a, a thing with no edit button just fr- is like incredibly it, frustrating. It <laughs> yeah, is it's weird. the same reason that like. <laughs> Someone was like, "Oh, it's really annoying that you can't put like," because I was I was joking that uh, we were going to put "we are ours" as the uh, pronouns on our union Twitter, um, and someone was like, "Oh," I was like, "No, but we can't do that. It doesn't like let you autofill that." And they're like, "Well, that's dumb. You should be able to put your like whatever pronouns your pronouns are in your Instagram handle or, or like Instagram profile, or whatever." And I like sent them the tweet of Lauren. Bobert saying my pronoun is patriot and I was like this is why we can't yeah <laughs> it's like this is why we can't have an edit button on twitter this is why you have to choose from a pre like it's not like a short list of pronouns like it's the same as when facebook rolled out like pronoun options or like gender options like it's a very long it's like surprisingly list. exhaustive for a company that like basically is like destroying democracy they're like hey but on the way down, we don't yeah. want if you to want exclude to use it. Her, we want <laughs> we want you to know that we care about you while we destroy everything you know and love. Like, it's, like, an, it's we nothing personal. Destroy kid. society, <laughs> but I will respect that you use like fay fair pronouns. Like. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, that's that's not what we're trying to do here. <laughs> so yeah, it's like you can do like a tweet edit. There's a, like a screen reader option that's there, which is like that's an accessibility feature that should not be locked behind a paywall. Yeah, that well, said, on top of that, like, I'm a lot pretty of... sure anyone who has a screen reader just can do that. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of differently abled people, you know, would just use whatever screen reader program yeah, that they already, they already use, have. and it's probably better than whatever Twitter's including. Like, yeah, so I'm not a, sure what they're doing there, other than maybe like it can change the tweets to not like, have emoji spam or something. Right, that might be it. I don't know. Um, I think it lets you do like verification stuff, and it lets you put your bookmarks into lists as if anyone really uses that feature like that. Does anyone use either? I, um, I do bookmark some tweets every now and then if it's, like, a cool art concept or cosplay I want to do. Like, shout out to a uh-huh. uh, an artist. They did, like, Zagreus, but if he's in a bunch of different genre of games. So, oh, like, yeah, the rail cool turned picture. into, like, a sniper cowboy rifle. was like, oh, it's a western. Or, like, the shield was for, like, a cyberpunk one. I'm like, oh, I'd like to cosplay this one day or at least reference it or give that person props again. And it would be a nice feature to be able to, like, put my bookmarked tweets into, like, separate folders on Twitter. But also, mm-hmm. tweets are hard linked, I think, right? So I could just always, uh, yeah, they're hard linked. Yeah, so I could you just could put them just somewhere. Make a favorites list. Yeah. yeah. So I don't need that feature, and I wouldn't pay for it. But it's like a nice feature, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a big thing that I would want. The one thing I saw that like someone was like, "Yes, I will absolutely be paying for this because because of this particular feature." Was I guess there's like better, um like safety and reporting I believe that functions which is like really garbage I mean obviously anything is better than what Twitter already has but like it's garbage um, to lock it behind a paywall it's garbage to lock it behind a paywall and it's garbage that like this marginalized person was like I deal with so much trash on this website that I am perfectly willing to pay money that I shouldn't have to pay to, right. to have it dealt harassed. with more eff- efficaciously yeah like that's capitalism baby and weird capitalism at that. Yeah. I I, I would... I, 
you think they're going to give people a tree trial? A tree trial? I did it. Yeah, a tree trial. Yeah. Do you think they're going to give people like a free trial to try to like convince people <laughs> to want it? I think absolutely. Like, yeah, that because people otherwise people are going to be like, I don't need any of those features. Uh, you know, I, if they're monetizing in this way, there's going to be some something to come of it. You know, in a strange way that I think none of us can predict, and you know. Ah, uh, that's yeah, that's weird. So I won't be, um, I won't be on that train. But it's uh, it's cool. It's interesting. I don't want to say it's cool, but it's interesting. Yeah. I'll give them that. Let's see how it goes. Um, next thing, Miku Expo was this weekend. Miku what now? Miku Expo. Expo. Yes, <laughs> Miku Expo is what you oh, said. Sorry, that was that was not a. a, a it, was, it was my accent coming through. Sure. I looked. I'm like Expo. What I say? You know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So twister. this year, you know, usually I think I talked about it last year because I was supposed to go to the live Miku Expo last year before. Everything oh, this is what down. that is. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Damn. Times uh, crazy. Right. Times wild. Um, sorry. Because of like. You know, the like the fact that the pandemic is still ongoing, like even if America has things under control, you know, this is a like Hatsune Miku and like Krypton Future Media. It's a multinational thing. You know, the idea of Miku Expo is to unite the world in like this music. So they didn't feel right in having physical concerts. So they had a digital event this year um, and it started at 9 p.m. last night and went until... So, like, the U.S. version of the concert, quote-unquote, started at 9 p.m., went to, to 1 a.m., and then, like, an hour later, the Japanese version started, and then, but basically, it, it ran all the way through about, like, 12 p.m. today, um, on Sunday. Oof. Yeah. Um, it was really, really well done. Uh, it was entirely funded by a Kickstarter, so, like, they had said that, yeah. Despite being a multinational corporation? Well, so what it was is they said, hey, we will do a virtual concert no matter what. Like, you know, whether mm -hmm. you fund this or not, we are doing a, a digital, a virtual version of this concert. But depending on the amount of funding we get, we will also, like, have additional merch that we will, like, be able to make. And, you know, like, we'll have these other events that are, like, these, like, digital art events and uh, paying DJs and doing a lot more, like, production stuff. Because um, uh -huh. it's not it's not cheap. Like they do have to pay all the graphic designers who do all of the, like the rigging for the Vocaloids and stuff like that. Um, so it, I understand why they probably wanted to fundraise for it rather than be like we'll just put this out of pocket. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a it was a really really good show. The uh, the DJs did a fantastic job. It was really cool to see like, you know basically what amounted to club remixes of popular vocaloid songs uh -huh. <laughs> um by uh you know some of the more notable like vocaloid producers uh, i missed the japanese show which is sad because those were like that's where like pinocchio p did a set uh -huh. um who I, I have sent to you guys uh sorry listeners because i'm gonna just start referencing some producers these are vocaloid producers you can go look them up they do fantastic music um the u.s ones were tokyo elvis <laughs> Which is a, a strong name in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. And um, the other one was, uh, I don't know how to say it, because it's spelled like danger, but with an F. And it's like Flanger Moose. <laughs> <laughs> I get um, it. Like Danger yeah. Mouse. <laughs> yeah. 
uh and they both did fantastic sets uh the one that i caught for the european set was uh kira the other one was vault boy and i came in too late to mi- then missed that one but they did a really good job and the like the concert itself was pre-recorded so it was the same across all three performances but traditionally the voc like those vocaloid concerts like miku expo and magical mirai and snow miku and all those different ones a live band performs with a screen and the screen is where the vocaloids come out and sing and dance and everything sure well because this was all pre-recorded remember how i talked in a few like probably a few months ago on an episode about there was an ar concert that they did as like an experiment in uh china (laughs) yeah Um, yeah so miku expo this year was all ar um which was surprising because that first ar concert looked like shit (laughs) Um, (laughs) but they put must have put in a ton of work between now and then because like it looked fantastic nice Uh, that's cool to see the the improvements then yeah they got all of the scaling correct because like the biggest problem that fans had with that first ar concert was like miku and like the other vocaloids would look weirdly sized compared to the band like there'd be shots where it looked like wow miku must be 20 feet tall because like (laughs) she's not that far away from that drummer or like that guitarist and that guitarist is at least five feet tall and she's like three times his size oh yes like when you watch like the squid sisters perform and there's like a regular dude just drumming like you said oh god play guitar and there's like callie marie or like twice their height like wait a minute (laughs) but like the the problem was with that that first ar concert is because they kept on changing the angle of like the shot like it would go from being like oh miku is the size of that guitarist to oh no miku's gigantic like um miku is love miku is life yeah (laughs) but they they fixed that like a lot of the problems with the first concert were when they went to do like tight shots where they're like you know trying to focus on what would be like the singer's like face for like expressions and like arm movements in the first concert they would like do it from like the thighs up and it just always looked really bad (laughs) uh in this one they like figured out what a tight shot should be so that looked real good (laughs) Uh, they they redid like a lot of the uh, the facial animations, so it was like really expressive and like looked really nice. Uh, it was honestly like really impressive for something that was free. You know, like you didn't uh-huh. have to give to to see this concert. Um, they oh, cool. they did a lot of really cool visual effects. The band looked like they were having a fucking great time when they were recording, like just jamming out in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing about AR is like you can uh sorry and ar stands for augmented reality i guess oh I yeah i guess that's something that. we're it's like <laughs> yeah. uh like when in pokemon go you can like take pictures of the pokemon in real life right um except this was an entire concert and you know it so it's the, hard to it, it being ar was mostly for the production side like for us it's just all a screen like right. we're just watching a video <laughs> yeah. okay yeah it was basically they they were like since this, this is not this is not live like people in the audience like we can do something different it doesn't have to be on a screen we can you know put miku out in front of the band as if she's actually there that's cool Um, Uh yeah and yeah so it was it was really cool they they did a lot of songs that they've never done before so like you know songs that are that were new and old some that were nine years old uh but have never been performed live so it was it was just cool like to see that they took some risks on this thing um i i don't know if it's going to be available to stream later like they they specifically were like hey please don't clip this and post it (laughs) (laughs) um i really i really hope it is because it's something that i think people should check out just because like 
if you want to see the argument for like using this kind of AR technology. Because, like, in addition to, like, you know, having the Vocaloids out there singing, they were doing all of these effects in, like, the sky because the concert was taking place on top of a roof of a building in Tokyo. Um, oh, cool. So, like, they had all of these, like, AR effects in the sky where it'd be, like, you know, in one song it was, like, a spaceship was up there. and one it was, like, you know, this kind of, like, vignette of, like, uh, buildings in Tokyo but upside down and off-colored. Like, all like one in one song it was, like... You know, they, they put, like, a starry sky up there, and then during the chorus, uh, fucking, like, a meteor shower would come down and hit the roof of the building, like, around <laughs> Miku and the band. It looked really, really good. Um, it Extremely cool. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, hey, go look at this, even if you don't really like Vocaloid, just because, like, the production effects on it were really, really neat. <laughs> so, and hey, maybe you'll like some of the songs, too, so. <laughs> nice touch, nice oh, part yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, I know. Sorry, that was a lot to say about it, but... Uh, that was more focused than some of the tangents we've been going on, so <laughs> it's all true. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, let's... let's We're, we're, we're going to stay in the digital world, basically. Digital expos. BlizzCon is officially canceled this year. It yep. feels like old Rip. news that happened this week, if that makes sense. It happened early this week, like they made the announcement about it. Like, um, I feel like there was a rumor that it was going to happen or something. Yeah, well, because last year they did the Blit, like the BlizzCon line. Yeah, <laughs> which Blizzcon honestly, line. like, they should just have done that again. Like, I, I, yeah, I think they cops are coming for your bad take. <laughs> Fight me, gamers! No, I think just um, there's not. Look, they're not not having BlizzCon because of pandemic stuff, in my opinion. I think they're not having BlizzCon because they don't they have, have shit to say. To like, talk about. Yeah. <laughs> they have nothing to talk hey about. Hey guys, Overwatch 2 is still coming. Like, yeah, we know. Like, yeah. you want to give us a new character? still working on Diablo character? 4. Cool, you know? cool. Uh, yeah. Heart- Diablo yeah, 2 fucking... remake is coming eventually. Heroes of the Storm, still so not getting real support. Heard. Hey, did you know that we just released the Burning Crusade classic? Yeah, like, that's still going on. Do you Hearth- have... Hearthstone's going good, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's it's very easy to monetize a collectible card game. Like the like they could be like they could come out to their BlizzCon and be like, hey, like World of Warcraft Shadowlands came out, couple, you know, a couple years ago now. Um, you know, it's uh, it's still going. Yeah. So is it? <laughs> maybe. So yeah, I, I think just Blizzard's in a really weird spot. It's um, all the Blizzard stuff that we're nostalgic for. Even if you weren't, like, a Blizzard fanboy at the time. Like, the Blizzard that I remember, like, the people that were pumping out, like, the power of, like, StarCraft and Warcraft in its heyday, that Blizzard's not there mm-hmm. no more. Yeah, that Blizzard's been That's Activision been ate that dead. Blizzard. Yeah. And um, apparently a lot of Blizzard devs are leaving to go. They've made another studio. Yep. It's making, like, StarCraft-type ge- They're like, hey, all the games that Blizzard's not making that they should be making, some dev group went and decided to go make those games. The like, our own Blizzard with with blackjack and hookers kind of yeah and by blackjack and hookers we mean like updates and representation Uh (laughs) (laughs) you know those things that are just as uh for some reason as uh actually more scandalous than sex work in the video games industry (laughs) yeah so there's that um you know so we'll i don't know we'll see what happens with blizzard i don't care e3 though it's like next week yeah, I think it starts, uh, I believe, this next 
Mon- like I, th- I think isn't it like during the week like maybe it starts on thursday it's like some weird time they also put out like a little cutie tweet like hey we don't really know when all the announcers want to announce their specific days and people are like yeah it's real cool of you to act real cute and like slick and you, you definitely leaked all of our data by accident so yeah. like y'all gonna yeah. stop being what? a shitty corporation or like you don't really get to be like the cute influencer when you haven't like rectified that yeah so the schedule that I, I have that I can find, and this is not like E3 specific, it's just what conferences are going yeah. on this week. What's happening during the week of E3, because it's <laughs> losing relevance quickly. Right. So on June 10th, there is the Summer Game Fest 2021, which I I don't know if that's like a different thing or if that is part of E3. It's the, I mean, uh, it's the Keeleys. He's trying to take over gaming. Right. Uh, so, you know, Steam great. does a whole thing where like you can get a bunch of demos. They have live streams with the devs. Right. Like, and it's like really indie and stuff. So it's... It's it's actually a pretty good thing. Sure. Um, but I don't know. Then the twelfth we have uh, Ubisoft Forward, which <laughs> is a weird name for a conference. Like you could just say that's the Ubisoft press conference, I guess. I mean, once Nintendo um, made their direct, everybody's like, "We need a cute name." And Devolver's like, "We're just gonna call ours Devolver." Di- like, we're just, digital, no. yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like, we're just gonna name our our conference is our company name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next, then on the thirteenth, there's the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Okay. Um, because I think they have to lump Bethesda into that now, so, so people know that you need to watch this if you want to know about Scott. If you want to know about Elder Scrolls, yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then on the thirteenth, there's a Square Enix presents, which they've already kind of announced what they're going to talk about, and it's like, man, I don't know why y'all are having a press conference. <laughs> for this, maybe that's purely for the shareholders kind of thing. Yeah, because you know like, it's, what E3's uh, always been for. They straight up said like it's mostly going to be about like the idos productions stuff uh, like they're going to announce a, a previously unannounced game from uh idos montreal or something like that so one of their non-main studios uh basically we're not going to get any jrpg news or any final fantasy fantasy stuff of any sort from what i can tell that sucks so, when that happens but i appreciate when companies are like hey you know how you get hyped for our commercials we want to set it like don't get hyped we don't have a commercial for you this year right like, hey you know what thank you yeah like th- th- capitalism bad but thanks for like saying hey right don't even I waste pre- your time we're not it's it's not going to be final fantasy right i appreciate <laughs> that they were up front you know like my like my guess is it might be another tomb raider or hitman well no hitman broke off they're a different company now so okay. like probably another tomb raider thing like Unless it's, like, a completely brand new IP that they're making. Yeah, it Who could knows? be something nice. I'm not going to say it's going to be bad. It's just, like, not going to be an RPG. Yeah. So no more... No Super Mario <laughs> RPG. No Geno. No. <laughs> That's cool. No, and then what's sadly. on... Uh, Thursday is the Nintendo Direct, right? Correct. So I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, Nintendo fans are really, like, starting to get, like, more and more entitled to, like, we need this to happen. We need that to happen. Like, they don't have any, like, big big news. I'm like... They have Splatoon 3, and people are like, that's not a big game. It's like, that game was huge in Japan. Like, yeah. maybe you didn't like it, but that game was a big deal. Like, um, so people I don't are know. just entitled. Gamers have always been entitled. They're... Yeah. That's, that's the long and the short of it. Yeah. Gaming I mean, culture is awful, and it should stop. It's very awful. Like, yeah, people were upset about the Sonic thing last week, and I'm like, it's, it's fine. It's it's Sonic, you guys. Like, you know what we're a fan of here, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I hope we see some cool stuff in the Nintendo Direct. I, yeah. uh, I'd like to see some surprises. I, I can't wait Luigi to be advertised Smash. to. Yeah, if they get. <laughs> oh, man, Smash fans are going to be annoying. Yeah, because they're going to want a character re- reveal. Yeah. Hey, that's hey, us. Hey, wait, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the Nintendo Direct. Spo- 
it's us. Yeah, no, I'd like a Smash reveal, but I'm fine if there's not. I don't... Look, I, I'd rather no reveal than them be like, Hey guys, it's your favorite franchise. We got another Fire Emblem character. <laughs> Whereas I, on the other hand, be like, Yeah, yeah, we Actually, do have another Fire Emblem character. Yeah. I'd, re- I'd respect the commitment. <laughs> you know, whoever is it, whoever the character is in the next Smash reveal... Like, a Fire Emblem character has to, like, be in the animatic, right? Like, oh, sure. Like, he's just a troll. Um, is there anything you guys are, are are looking forward to, like, in the E3 stuff? Anything you want to hear about specifically you're hoping to get news on? My um, friends wanted to do a prayer circle yesterday for Bayo 3 news. For Bayo yeah, 3. Yeah, <laughs> maybe finally, yeah. <laughs> I, I think mainly I'm, you know, now that I have the current gen xbox i just want to see what microsoft is like are they going to announce literally anything like (laughs) any literally anything i will take any game that is like made for the xbox series x and s because there is nothing literally no game that only runs on the xbox series s and x right now that's kind of funny like nintendo fans like if we don't get breath of the wild 2 i'm gonna be pissed xbox fans like can we get a game i want a game what if it's not good i don't care yeah the thing is is it's like i don't particularly care i like because like game pass is such a good deal and i'm playing all sorts of stuff i wouldn't otherwise play you just need something to play yeah i would just like to see microsoft be like Hey, we we're there's a game coming. We promise, like, <laughs> you know. And I think that's why Bethesda's in there because now that they own them, that's what they'll do. But you know, aside from that, like, I don't know. There were some surprise of like announcements with like Nintendo's E3 last year with uh, their like announcing like all of those different like old Square Enix games that came to Switch. Yeah, like, they the did remakes. kind of just like pop off. Yeah, like they like just like. We're doing, like, the re-release of the, like, Saga games and Saga Frontier and Trials of Mana, like, all these different things. A couple of those, again, would not hurt me. Like, I'd be like, cool, <laughs> you, yeah. here's another $20 from me for whatever garbage RPG that you're bringing back from the SNES or PS1 that I will play all the way through and be like, huh, yeah, that that's not a modern game, huh? <laughs> It's so weird how they're like, hey, you all want some more Mario, right? Yeah. What about this franchise? We don't show a lot of love, but it's still there. Yeah. What about this game from 1998 that only came out in Japan and, like, fans <laughs> did a translation of? Oh, uh, I guess so. Like, well, we have yeah. four. Like, oh. Yeah. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, okay. That That's actually exciting for someone who's broken in the head like me. <laughs> Can we get a Mother 3 localization? <laughs> Dude, actually, please, if, sir. My children are starving. If Nintendo came to this E3 and they were like, "Oh, like here's the trailer for the new Skyward Sword again," and like, I don't know, here's the same Splatoon three trailer. Oh, but Mother three comes out this week yeah. and it's trans on, on Switch. I'd be like, "Cool, how much? Sixty dollars? All right, cool, whatever." Yeah, like, no one would be able to say shit to Nintendo if they said, "Hey, we have Mother three coming and it's available yeah. today." Like, yeah. <laughs> the servers would crash. That that, that would be like there would be it. Like people <laughs> like Nintendo one E3 again. They're like. We were waiting. We were waiting for the new consoles to come out to be like, "Here's Mother Three, and get here's off the thing. my turf." <laughs> I'm I'm saying that I would buy that at any price point as somebody who owns a copy of Mother Three with a translated hack into it that I can play on my Game Boy Advance anytime I want. That's so not like, the point, man. That's I, it... right. I have a, the ability to play Mother Three. Like I could go grab that. It's in the big the Game Boy right now. <laughs> I want it. I want them to release it officially. Yeah, they, it's they the. It's the it's the principle of the matter <laughs> it's just yeah it's just the principle yeah so that would be that would be dope that's like the pipe dream of always like it's not on the bingo card but yeah. golly gosh i wanted to happen 
or maybe some Metroid news since yeah. they've not said anything about that. Yeah, I got. I mean, I got Splatoon three coming out. I'm I, I'm eating. And the last rumor I heard, someone's like, "Oh, it's just a four chan rumor. Those never come true." I'm like, four chan rumors come true about half the time, which is far <laughs> too high of a percentage for a site where anyone can just go and say whatever. That's nope. a pretty high ratio of, of good rumors. So there's a. A, a rumor that there's going to be a My Hero Academia fighting game, but not like an arena fighter like the ones they've released, but more like a Arc Systems Works one. So like anime fighters, like think Guilty Gear, Dragon Ball Fighters, and supposedly two on two. And I'm like, bro, I'd play that. I would definitely get that game. Like For that's sure. the kind of fighting game that I like. Like two D fighters. Who's the, what's what was the rumor? Who's making it? Arc Systems Works. Like, okay, it would be yeah, like an Arcsys game. And I'm like, oh, yeah. if it's an Arcsys game, it's going to be good. Then like, yeah. Bro, just give me my, like, let like, me look, get my Baku Deku or maybe some Jiro in there. I'm just like, yo, look, let's go. I'm fucking garbage at all of those uh, Arc System Works games. Like, I tried to get into <laughs> Blast Blue, like, multiple times. Can't do it. But I still like to play them. They're like, fun. Yeah. They that look my pretty. That was my introduction to the Persona franchise was P4 Arena. Mm-hmm. I played it at our buddy's house. Uh, it was most of America's introduction to the Grand Blue Fantasy game. Yeah. Like which is this a phone game that's run for like 11 years or something like hey what if our gotcha game had a fighting game like why why not (laughs) okay yeah you're right and it it was apparently like really good (laughs) yeah so that's that's what i'm hoping comes true steph are there any games or concepts that you'd like to see from an e3 this year um no i have no idea what's going on that's fair (laughs) they're then i'm just gonna keep playing the games that i i already have either purchased or that eric and sam recommend to me cool 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 i'm a good person for that eric's uh trying to get me into different genres i mean look i'll just keep recommending should i play portal yeah absolutely you absolutely should play portal if you can yeah probably it's a fantastic game I, I will say that, like, the humor in it and stuff, like, because you've existed on the internet in the last ten years, you will, will find you will find a lot of the humor to be, like, overdone or, like... Some of the main oh, jokes, but there's a lot yeah. of jokes that people just never reference because they're not that memeable. Sure. Um, but I, I also feel like... But I know, like, the cake is a lie and, yeah. like, all that shit. Like, I also, I've been around. I feel like the writing in that game has become something of a a trope at this point like other things have copied it in ways like it's become kind of like a oh this is trying to be portal right so like i feel like going back and if you've never played it but you were playing it now but you've existed in internet culture you'd probably not get as much out of it as those of us who like this is going to sound extreme. It as yeah, the, it's going to sound extremely hipstery, but like it, 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 it's different. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, I would imagine it feels like 2007. Yes. Yeah. That said, if you took all the text out of it, it still is a wonderful game yes. to play. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a very um, fun game. Cool. Um, I, I mean, like for instance, like some of the like the humor is very like almost meta, almost worth wall breaking. Like, when you fight Gladys mm. at the end, she's like, the scientists had to just take my chip out so I wouldn't be able to fill the room with neurotoxin after I killed them using a deadly neurotoxin. Like, just a certain kind of repetition that's just, uh-huh. just like, why would you write it this way? But it's very fun. I, I think there's still a lot of humor in there. All the stuff that's got overdone, you'll be like, ugh. But some of the other stuff, you'll be like, how come no one ever jokes about this? This is kind of funny. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so all in all, yes, it, it, yeah, it, it would, would be worth playing. It. Yeah. And I don't even think it, it has to be like what five dollars on Steam or something, ten dollars maybe. I feel like if you make a Steam account, they'll just give it to you at this point. <laughs> yeah, please, this this comes free with with being on Steam. Yeah. yeah. Why do you Why do you ask? It's, did, did you see Portal recently or? Someone was. We were talking. You know, I think it came up in an episode of I'm Actually somehow. Okay. And um, and I was like, man, I like pu- like puzzly platformy games. Like that's. Kind of, isn't that the gist of Portal? Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's a first-person shooter, but but your gun just makes portals instead portals. of like guns. Um, <laughs> also, the co-op mode in Portal Two, I played it with my brother when it came out, and mm. like you feel really smart when you solve a puzzle, but halfway through the game, you're like, you have to be a genius to make this puzzle. I was just like marveling. I'm like, this is really complex. Like, how do people make this? this is wild. <laughs> Real, like, just lovely from like a mechanical standpoint. Yeah. Nice. Um, also, you know, Portal Two has a great uh, performance by uh, J.K. Simmons, so uh, that's always yeah. funny. Is he one of the little turret boys? No, no. he uh, he voices Cave Johnson. Oh, he's, the... he's the. Uh... Oh yeah, he's the the CEO of yeah, yeah. CEO of Aperture yeah. Laboratories. Uh, he's a terrible person, but a good big bad. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's E3, and the other, <laughs> um, the other game news there's two game news there's one sad let's talk about square enix a little bit uh yuji yeah. naka is no longer at square enix which he knew that was going to happen after balan wonder world yes i wonder think world. anybody wonder, world? wonder i thought it was i think I it's wonder world i think it's wonder is world it? yeah huh? oh oh no um yes i i'm pretty sure it's Balan wonder world something. but it's uh yeah, let's, it's Wonder World, yeah. More like yeah. Badland Wonder, Badland Wonder Bad. World. There's, like, not enough puns to make that game. just was... Yeah, which is sad, because it had such a weird art style, like, in the trailers and stuff, that I was like, this could be kind of cool. Yeah, I, and... I I saw, like, a tweet thread today, and someone was asking, like, oh my god, how, how did this game get made? Like, how did anyone not knowing, making it, knew it was going to be bad? And they're like, I'm, a, I'm in game dev, and let me tell you. Um, and it was really informational. It was like... Everybody who was working on this game was probably acutely aware that this game was garbage, and to fix it would have taken such structural stuff that they would have had to go back and, like, change the whole concept, Um, because a lot of it's just, like, unfun stuff rather than, like, able to... Like, you can't bug test your way out of a bad idea. Like, one of the main core tenets of the game is that you only have one button. Everything is one button. So, like, if, if that's the main, like concept of your game there's no fixing that without being like well, what if two buttons you know yeah. and then are you making the same game at that point <laughs> right and like one of the issues was like oh well it sucks that you, like some of the costumes you pick you can't jump once you use that because has a different function it's like okay cool well what if we just add the ability to jump to every suit it's like okay well what about the ones whose whole thing is like a special jump now yeah. it's pretty much useless then you'd have to change the whole conceit of the game and it was probably good on paper or acceptable on paper but like once you get halfway through the dev cycle, partway through the dev cycle, it's like we're just stuck now. We have to just finish this game and all get out the best we can, which really is unfortunate and it, it sucks because like yeah, a lot of people can see why this game would be good. And um, I watched a video by I think Austin Eruption. There's like a lot of supplemental information with Balan Wonderworld. Like a, there's like a novelization and stuff and like some side content. And it's like, this story is amazing. Like, there's a lot of great backstory. Too bad none of it's in the game. Like, of course. Um, no, I don't have that kind of experience with any other video game franchise. Certainly not one that watches over um, 
you know, the people. But, and you know what? I'll say it's actually worse than Overwatch. Because, like, in Overwatch, you're like, I can get the gist of why these people are fighting. Like, I don't understand completely. But, like, based on the things that they're saying, I kind of can pick up what's happening. They don't like robots. These two people don't like each other for some reason. Widowmaker doesn't like Americans. Like, okay, I'm picking it up. But Battle in Wonderworld, you'll you'll just walk towards like a a big giant version of a person, and as you get closer, they disappear. They and people are like, "Why? <laughs> There's a reason why." It's explained pretty thoroughly in the book that they don't tell you to buy. So it's like, so wait a minute, well. that's pretty weird. So it's it's a shame. Like he knew he was like in a situation where he had to like make this game very great, or he'd lose the job. And I just wish things weren't like that. Um, yeah, I. You know, I've seen a lot of people discuss online as to, like, whether or not Yuji Naka was even really, like, a big name worth all the hype for this, you know, mm-hmm. and... I don't know. It, it's it's tough, considering, like, he's most well-known for Nights into Dreams, where if you've gone back and played that game, it's not very good. <laughs> um, uh, is that what he's most known for? Not yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog? Like, <laughs> no, Well, I mean, because, like, he made the Nights into Dreams engine. Like, that was what he did. Oh, what and did he do with Sonic? Did he just make the he, first game? I think he first was also games? part of the production of uh, Sonic Heroes Onwards. So, like, okay, also well, not great. <laughs> I just know he's, like, involved with the creation of the characters, games, or something. I think he, like, worked yeah. on 1, 2, and 3. You, like, you can make the claim that he was a great developer. I You could make the claim that he was not. Yeah. <laughs> and I think both those claims would be valid. Sure. I, I You know, and I'm not, I don't want to sit here and dunk on this man's work because that's not me but like you know it it's another case of like we probably shouldn't ascribe like this legendary status to specific game devs because like you know everybody can make a a bad thing like i make mistakes in my work it's just people don't see it on like a global scale and interact (laughs) with it in that sort of way so yeah my mistakes don't get uh my mistakes don't get viewed by millions of people. Yeah. Yeah. They get viewed by, like, fives of people. Tens of people. <laughs> that, that is Don't sell yourself short. At least tens. I, I try to keep it on this. No, I meant, like, in, in the real world, like, the podcast. Like, I think, yeah, we're, we're, oh, we're okay. at tens, hundreds. I don't know. It's something. We have friends. Anyway, but, yeah, no, it's wild. Um, I had a thought, but it's it's gone. It's just about, like, different trying to do things and all that and it's like auteur theory is kind of bad especially like when it comes to games because like you can say mm-hmm. oh this director like it definitely has their whole touch on it like when you see an edgar wright movie you could tell it's an edgar wright movie but like you know everybody involved with that had to be a Add part of it that, yeah because like yeah you know if like simon Pegg wasn't a good actor so a lot of edgar wright's movies just wouldn't work you know if his editors weren't good if his digital effect artists weren't good like scott pilgrim couldn't have worked as well as it did you know so like yeah it's an edgar wright movie but we have to give credit to everybody else right but in gaming there's even more people involved potentially that are just way more faceless like kojima didn't make metal gear solid 5 all by himself no or death stranding for that matter like you know and as much as it was his weird uh, baby. Yes, yeah. I mean, he may have came up with it all by himself, but he didn't. <laughs> yeah. absolutely intended. Yes. <laughs> it's like, there's yeah, a... Dev- you know what? I'm oh. actually more afraid to imagine that there was a room of people who imagined the baby <laughs> tube that you had to carry on your chest. I hope that it was just 
Because uh, it was just a, his own fever dream and not like some sort of collaborative storytelling yeah. that brought us there. Well, yeah, like we know that there's giant teams that made Metal Gear Solid Five work, but I'm pretty sure it was just Kojima that's like, no, quiet breathes through her skin. That's why she only wears a bikini. And someone's like, bro, I don't know if we should just do that. He's like, it'll be fine. I'm Kojima. Well, <laughs> if you recall when people were giving him shit about that, he said, you would be ashamed of your words and deeds. Yeah, that's why it's like, that, that's what made me sure, I'm like, this was his decision and his decision alone, like, maybe someone else He's rendered like, her, but that was when his you see, When you see the story reason, you will be ashamed of your words and deeds. <laughs> Still one of my favorite Which is lines. like an extremely metal thing to say right? in defense of she wears a bikini because she breathes through her skin. It's like, do you think he meant that, or was he just trolling to, like, just be Kojima? Like, <laughs> I mean, at a point, I feel like it, because, like, I mean, fucking, uh, oh, God, why why am I having such a hard time with names today? The guy who does Nier, um, Yokotaro, like, has said some, like, absolutely wild things, and, like, has basically, like, straight up been, like, just don't play this game like like or like you know he's like <laughs> when somebody asks him a, a thing like that he's just not gonna do he's like i'm not gonna do that and if you want that don't play my game <laughs> and then he'll say stuff like well it's like well why does two be like that look like that he's like i, I just wanted to make a hot character like oh right. okay. so, like, yeah <laughs> i don't know that that's funny and then like i think one of the questions was like why is kaine running around in like lingerie and near replicant and he's like well why not <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can definitely respect, like, because I want, like, it, it's it's basically just, like, pro- like a solid, like, 30% of the problem across, like, so many issues is, like, just be honest. Yeah. Like, just fucking say, I wanted to see, like, I, I think it's fun when, uh, when girls wear not that much clothing, or, like... I think it do be fun just, when them tits are out, like... <laughs> yeah, like, I think, it, I think it do be fun when fewer black people vote, if you're a Republican. Well, yeah. yeah, just say it, like, like, okay, like, just cool. say it, like... Yo, say it with your chest, I don't want black people to vote, like, go ahead, say it. It's like that, 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 uh, from that one, uh, show, then say it. What? Say the word you want to say. You know I can't do that. Oh, this is America, you can say whatever you want. I'll say it with you. <laughs> <laughs> great clip um but yeah and I, I think david cage got in trouble this week was it david cage or or uh, uh. It, it's one of those like pretentious dudes he's either oh, him or jonathan was, blow i can't remember i thought it was david cage because wasn't it something about like the work culture yeah the work culture was Goom messed Game up studios yeah and like one Which, of the ceos like can i do I have to tell the truth and like yes you do it you can't lie he's like oh well uh i don't know he's well, some like, really some sketchy shit fucking like david cage everyone knew you were like a a creepo when like you like when when that game had elliot page and you rendered fully you fully rendered elliot page nude models because like why so yeah (laughs) in that weird so it wasn't relevant either so that's what it was like yeah some other day we'll talk about it and the last thing we'll wrap this up and just finish off the night there's a game called, like, Power World coming out. Power World. Power World. Pokemon Gun. Yeah, so <laughs> there's this trailer that's been going around. People say it's, like, the most divisive game trailer ever. I don't think so, but basically oh, it's really? divisive. I just think oh, it's like, hilarious. Divisive. It's just funny. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> hilarious. A lot. So like... you just see, like, ba- it's basically a Pokemon game. Okay, like, let's start with that. But you have, like, guns. But, like, more realistic well, okay. looking than the if, guns look like in Fortnite. They look more like, like, PUBG guns. Like, they look if, like guns. If we're going through this, like, beat by beat in the trailer, you're like, oh, a cute, like, 
there's characters like you're a human there's like you know companions oh this is like there's a pokemon like ripoff okay okay and then suddenly you're like hanging from one of your pals and you're just shooting a machine gun at like other humans you're like oh that took a turn <laughs> yeah <laughs> that took a turn and then there's like there's like fucking like building buildings and like harvesting crops yeah, and stuff, stuff. you've so seen a pokemon like, game like, like, like okay okay yeah so it's like this is a little bit fortnite a little bit stardew valley a little bit like pokemon and like a first and like a little bit halo i guess like i don't know a little right. bit call of duty a little bit yeah it was like the fortnite fighting it was like just third person like and then at one yeah. point, I hold up my fucking sheep to catch all the bullets and, and then, then throw, throw its it corpse away. Yeah, throw its corpse away once it's been riddled with bullets. Like, that's so fucked up. But if we're following Pokemon logic, it's not a corpse. It just fainted. <laughs> like, For sure. It, it just took a lot of damage. Yeah, so I. And at one point, the little thing that you were hanging from the fly, you land, and then it also pulls out a gun and is shooting at people. <laughs> one of the Pokemon that just looks like. Not a Pokemon, the pals. It looks like an electric type Snorlax has its back turned and is eating bullets for you and is like smiling like it's apparently not hurting it so some of them are bulletproof which well if if there so there was a gif of that with the caption on the steam page and it says like your pals will take a bullet for you it took a lot and, of fucking bullets like and, and like <laughs> and are happy to die for you is like what it said like the Jesus copywriting the copywriting on the insane. steam stores page is absolutely bonkers absolutely like, it's so yeah, it's, like some of the like weirdest things that I've ever read, like for and, a game. And to cap it off, Steph said, you know, we saw some like little pals, you know, building like a building, like passing sticks up back and forth, some some harvesting. But apparently, there's also poaching. Uh, you could poach <laughs> pal that are like in a secluded oh, zone. Yeah, it was like yeah. it was like there some pals are endangered. And it's only poaching. It's only if, poaching it's only, if you get caught. Yeah, it's, it's only illegal if you get caught. <laughs> which is like. Okay, like I guess you can be Team Rocket, right, Jared Kushner, with like, what the fuck? Right. and then f- at finally it's like, oh hey, there's like base building kind of stuff. Like you need to produ- you know you know you need to produce your weapons. So there's just like an assembly line of your pals being forced to make guns for you, and they look sad. And they have like little anime crime. It specifically says they will work for you forever so long as you have food until their natural life ends. <laughs> <laughs> Like some Matrix stuff is like you're turning your fucking Pokemon into like batteries, like. And the music is just cheery, like this is a fun little adventure, and it's like, yeah. what um, the hell is this? It's it's wonderful. Is yes, go watch that trailer. It's called Pal World. It's slated to release in 2022. We've discussed this off off mic of of like. I don't think that's this a is, fake time. That's a fake time. This game is not coming out. Like, and if it does, it's not 2022 or in the form that it says it is. Like, it's not gonna be what it looks like. Yeah, it might be like a phone game or something. Like, yeah. like at best. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's wild. Give us your thoughts on it. We're, we'd love to. Hear. I, I I'm obsessed with this now. I just want to see it's, where it goes. Right. It's so weird. Um, see if any cease and desists come or anything like that. Because some of the assets look stolen. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they so I'm like, are. I'm, I, like, I think that's a Wooloo, but it might not be. But it's like, hey, we have Pokemon at home. Oh, yeah. okay. Pokemon at home. <laughs> Pokemon at home. But yeah, let's... Yeah. Yeah, although, like, 2022, like, maybe it's one of those things, like, you know how when you get, like, a like an obnoxious, unskippable ad for a, uh, like, clash of... Can- of- clans or something on your phone and like there's like a fairly decent production level for like the cutscenes that they show you in the ad yeah but, oh, and yeah. The, like the game never looks anything like that the game looks completely different yeah, yeah maybe it's something like that that's that's 
what I mean when I say like not in the form that it gotcha. currently appears to be. <sighs> I, uh, I, I'm I'm even willing to believe that. I just have no like if, if it's like a match three or something, it would be the most hilarious shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd still play because I'm like I need to see how this fits. Speaking of so one last thing. Speaking of those un- unskippable ads, there's one thing I forgot to mention about Miku Expo. And it's that unskippable ads. There were ads, and <laughs> they were the, the same three or four ads. Like a couple of them were for like games that like on the Switch that are Miku games, whatever. But then one was this thing called Wrist World, <laughs> which Wrist World, which became a meme because the co- like the, the ad writing was very bad. Uh, Is that like Yokai Watch? No. <laughs> um, sorry, I gotta find a tweet so that I can read off the the script. Uh, Wrist World. Yes. So basically, it's a, it's a an armband that you would put on, and you have like a phone, and it's an AR game for like that you wear on your wrist, and okay. like the copy the co- I'm gonna just do this off like the top of my head without looking it up to see if I remember most of it, because it was a very short commercial and it it aired many many times, and it was like you've seen Hatsune Miku on stage, but what about your wrist? <laughs> <laughs> wrist World is an AR like like experience, experience. and it, it goes on from there and it's just like the the graphics of it look really rough it's like it you know and i, I feel bad because like apparently it's like a group of teenagers that made this so like you oh, know okay, good that's... on them like that's cool but man that ad was really bad it was just such an earworm that played like a hundred times oh yeah like it's not criticizing the product that's just criticized like this is the we live in yeah. a strange world a wrist world and then it ends with like Hatsune Miku in like what must have been one of the freeware versions of her voice saying "Wrist World," <laughs> and then it just hard cuts off, and that's the end of the ad. It's, it's butt snacks, baby. Yeah. Well, that's hey, kid. Now you're a squid. Now that's another episode of Geekly Reveal. That's that's what we bring you, Steph. That's what we're here for. Could you do me a uh, super quick favor and give people the biz, and we wrap this up. Yeah, I can probably do that. Um, If you want to find us on the internet, you can find us around. Um, You can find us on your browser at characterreveal.simplecast.fm, but don't try that if you're on my work VPN, because apparently it does not like it. Um, (laughs) You can find us on Twitter at characterrev, on Instagram at uh, characterreveal, Facebook at characterreveal, podcast catchers of your choice at characterreveal, um... You can find us individually out there in the world. You can find Dom at Brother Dom anywhere he wants to be found. You can find Eric at Tindy Losi on Twitter. And you can find me at Hella Steph on Instagram, The Snow Queer on Tumblr, and Captain Steph on Twitter. And you can support us if you want to. If that, that's something that uh, floats your boat, suits your fancy. Yeah, it's something you could do. You could support us by... Uh... Going to the link in the description, following using offer code CharacterVille at Grinding Coffee Company. They make coffee for streamers and gamers and cool people. Uh, they're black owned, LGBT plus owned, and yeah, they, they sell fair trade coffee. It's pretty good stuff. Um, delicious stuff. Delicious stuff, actually. That's what I've heard. And yeah, so like I said, if you want to support black people, queer people, yourself, us, or coffee, or just like a nice deal... Like I said before, follow the link in the description. Use offer code CharacterVille. That's ten percent off, and it'll be great. We thank you, and they'll thank you. So go do that. And you'll thank you. We'll thank you. Everyone will thank you. And you know what? Uh, you can also become a Patreon patron of us yeah. at patreon.com/slash/CharacterReveal. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. 
we'd appreciate it. Pretty neat. But yeah, that's another uh, that's an episode of Geekly Reveal. Hope you all like this one. Thanks for hanging out with us. Y'all got any other yeah. last words for this episode? Risk world. <laughs> and until next time, see you later. Bye. Bye.